Welcome to The Buff Show, a show brought to you by Mountain Buff Real Estate. We are dedicated to chasing down the buffs of the world and bringing their expertise right to you. All right, guys, welcome to The Buff Show. We got, we got a good episode coming your way today. We got Parker here with me, and uh, we're going to be covering some land scammers. Yeah, so pretty wild stuff. Yeah, so a, a week or two ago, I was kind of in the office mentioning some crazy stuff that's been going on, and Parker was like, "What? Like <laughs> that's crazy." And yeah. uh, you recently you've done a few land deals now, mm-hmm. and so yep. I was like, "Well, this is good for you to be aware of," and along with just uh, anybody that that owns, seems like land is what these people are kind of targeting. But yeah, can you kind of give us? Parker, some background on uh, what, from your understanding, what's going on here and and what people yeah. should be aware of? Yeah. So, I mean, basically, like, they're just posing as, like, the owners of the land. Mm-hmm. They're listing it for sale. They're, you know, reaching out to what it sounds like is agents, Yeah. you know, targeting yeah. us and saying, hey, like, I need to get my land sold. Will you list it for me? And then, Yeah. Yeah, like it's just it's it's crazy. It's, it's yeah, it, it is bizarre, and I've ran into it three different times. For some reason, it it's happening a lot in like Ogden Valley. I ran into it in like Huntsville and a few up in Eden. And these guys are they're pretty like I don't know, convincing in in a few ways. So a few things to be aware of. They're looking for it. Always seems like it's lots, and that they're targeting one, because I think they're the easiest to sell. There's not like utilities in people's names. There's not, uh, typically people don't have loans on land. So there's not mortgage mortgages and stuff like that. Lenders that they have to deal with. And there's not people living on them because what they do is they'll get agents or brokerages to put it up for sale, find a buyer. And then they'll basically sign off on it as if they were a buyer most don't get that far because people catch on like, hey, this is weird or this doesn't feel right or seem right. right. But they're like posing to be the seller. And there was one case in Park City, I think it was last year, where the transaction actually went through. It was like an $800,000 sell. And there was another one back east where it went through. And not only did it go through, but the owner of the lot that it was kind of sold out from underneath of, he had no idea it happened until he drove by his lot and saw somebody building a house on it. Oh, I thought I saw that. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, and just like on Instagram, yeah. It, it turned into a huge lawsuit because obviously he's pissed because he's like, I didn't sell this. And the buyer is pissed because he's like, I paid good money for this lot yeah. and I thought this was mine and I've made all these plans to build my dream ho- my dream house on this. So really, I'm pretty sure the the agents and the title company all got in a big lawsuit over that one. So there's a number of things that, well, let me share a few stories that I've had. And I, our, uh, our CRM, if we call through it or take calls from it, like it actually records the calls. And so I have some of these calls recorded, me talking to these scammers about, you know, these lots that they want to sell. So I'm going to pull up some of these so people can hear. The most convincing was was Kevin Schneider. And they always create an email that's like Kevin Schneider, you know, 449 at gmail.com. And then me and Kevin went back and forth 
a few times. Here's the, one of the longest calls. I'll fast forward to it. Okay. Uh, okay. You just send a text so that I can drive freely. Send a text and I'm going to reply you. Okay. Okay. But are you, are you wanting to All list right. it or what's your plans with the lot? You just want to sell it? Yeah, I, I want to sell it. I, I, I'm really in distress now, so I really to put it on sale. So they're, I mean, it's weird. They, they have accents and stuff like that. These calls get funny and I don't know if I'll be able Hello. to find the Please best one. Let me uh, find this one. Hello. Please, you can leave a message or I'm going to call you within the next hour. Um, I'm down in Las Vegas. Huh. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Send me your email address and I'll, I'll send you uh, kind of what we can do in some comps and everything. There was one that just sold up there um, on Panorama and I think it's, Shady Lane. It was just off Panorama. And there right now is is all the snow. There's literally like four or five feet of snow. Yeah, I, people don't go. Yeah, I know. But yeah, if we can wait for some days, I guess uh, the snow will be off. Yeah. Anyways, weird stuff. But like he he knew a lot of the details. Uh, they pull all this from the county records, so they know the lot size, where it's at, roughly what it's worth, because the the county gives like a, a number on that. And then they, they call and they try and get a number that's right around what the county wants for it. So I was like, hey, that's that's a good deal for this lot. And he's like, I want it sold fast. But this guy, the more I the more I kept going through this with him, like he was persistent, like, let's get it listed, let's get this sold. And I was like, I'm gonna need verification from you, like proof of that you're the seller. And uh, he's like, okay, what do you need? A driver's license? And I was like, yeah, driver's license. And uh, he's like, okay. And he sends me, like, it wasn't that day. He's like, well, I got to find it, but I'll send it to you. He sends me a picture of his driver's license, which was crazy, right? That is crazy, yeah. And it matched the seller. It matched, like, everything about the seller. So I end up like finding the seller, I got the seller's phone number. I called the seller. I was like, Hey, are you trying like somebody like, are you trying to sell your lot? Cause clearly different accents. Right. And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, here's all the conversations I'm having with this other person. They want to, they're trying to sell your lot out from underneath of you. And he's like, Oh my gosh. And I sent him the driver's license. He's like, this is all my info, except my birthday was off by like a few days or a year. Like it was off by just like a oh, number actually? or two. It was crazy. So like everything on there. And then the picture of him wasn't the right picture, I don't think. But it, I'm just like, geez. Like, so, so technically somebody could create a fake ID. If they're a seller, they could do like a remote closing and have somebody come and like sign them. Right. I'm trying to think of the word. A title company, what is it when they like need a stamp off on it? Oh, I can't think of it either. I've drawn a blank. Let me Google it. But that is crazy. Is like at least you were good enough to like find out the actual guy and like call him, you know. Notarize. Notarize. Yeah. Yeah. So like if if they do like a uh like a remote closing and they have a remote no notary come in and notarize it. And if they created a good enough fake ID, 
like they could almost get away with it on yeah. a remote remote notary. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is bizarre if it ever gets to be that crazy. So let's, and I have another call with another guy wanting to do the same thing. This guy, after I'd been through the rounds with this first guy, Kevin, uh, this guy was Daniel. Like I could tell it was more of a scam, like right off of the bat. Okay, there it is, yeah. Play a few awesome. seconds of this. How come you guys are wanting to sell that? Oh, well, we're, we're actually, we will get over to Vietnam and then um, I have my granddaughter having a baby pretty soon, so, uh, you know, the anxiety of being a... Uh, I've been a grandfather, you know how it is, you know. So uh, I need to set up a house and then set up some things for my for my kids and grandkids, you know. So it's uh, it's been a whole lot to take care of right now. Gotcha. Yeah. Were you guys gonna build like a forever home on that, or what were your plans with it? Oh, we can just purchase just a little place. Anyways. Like I, 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 this guy was like, so what are you going to, what about the outbuilding on this property? Knowing there's no outbuilding, like just trying to yeah. like get him stopped in his tracks. And I'd, this one was up at powder. I'd be like, so do you like skiing at snow basin or something <laughs> like that? Like not even close, like just yeah. trying to, trying to like pinpoint that he is a hundred percent sure not the seller. Yeah. But in, in all cases, like I think what, there's multiple things that need to happen here. I think as time goes on, like we're going to have to put in more safety nets, like for sellers and agents. I know what mm -hmm. we're doing here in our office is just getting verification of sellers, like getting their idea IDs and making sure that there's enough, like having title companies do a full search before we even uh, list a property, making sure right. that we can do in, indeed fact that we do have the right seller when we go to sign. And and that's important all the time because we deal with trusts, LLCs, like all these different entities, and you have to make sure you have the right people signing, right? Right. And so by having those like safety nets in place, we're able to ensure that like, hey, we are dealing with the right person on title and they do have the authorization to sell the property. Then as buyers, make sure you always get a title policy, right? Yeah. Because then if you are, if you're sold a, a property that that wasn't supposed to be sold, but you paid money for it, like there's a policy there ensuring that, hey, it's cl got clear title. This is like, you have all these other people verifying who the seller is and that it's a valid transaction and you have an insurance policy on that. Yeah. And I'm sure that was helpful for like your clients that just, bought the lots and stuff like that. Yeah. Knowing that, you know, they were protected there mm -hmm. and had yep. that, that policy. And then as far as sellers go, this is a little bit harder for sellers. Like, cause if you have a lot paid off, like how do you keep an eye on it? Right. So, Especially like if you're not anywhere near it. Right. You know? Yeah. If it's a recreational lot or just something that you don't really keep an eye on it much for. Yeah. So like we had a few ideas on it. They they really target things with like 
more things on the title, like another thing that needs to be signed off on. So like I've talked with some title companies and they're like, well, you could do uh, like another mortgage with a family member or yourself, mm. something else that needs to be signed off at, off at, on, at closing because it kind of adds like another step that needs to be, that needs to happen right. before it can sell. And so you're more likely to get notified that, hey, somebody, you know, my mom needs to sign off on this. The thing that I don't like about that is you're just adding in more, I don't know, what if you don't like your mom, like down the road, you know, and you just added her to title or said there was a loan on the property. So that's not ideal. Yeah. But it's kind of a double-edged sword. You could add, you know, another family member or somebody that has like a notice of interest or a fake loan or something like that. Just a, not not a fake loan, like a, a loan at 0% interest and they pay you a dollar every year, like whatever it is, just something yeah. that says, hey, this has to be cleared before this is sold. And then yeah. there's more people that need to be notified. Another thing that I recently read was like setting up a Google search on your property address. Mm -hmm. So like searching the address, setting up a Google alert so that if if that ever becomes up for sale, you're notified. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, oh, that's genius. Because rarely are they going to sell just off market or with nobody knowing, right? They're always looking for agents to list it and then find a buyer and then for it to get sold that right. way. Right, yeah. You could even like file a notice of interest on the property yourself saying, hey, if this is sold, I need you to reach me at this phone number, this email address. And then at least they're getting like, there's more tied to the property than just like whatever the county says the mailing address is, you right. know? In, in regards to reaching the the seller. That could be another way. But I don't know if there's like a clear for sure best practice here yet because this is kind of evolving as the years go on. Yeah, yeah so it's pretty new. We'll have to keep everybody posted, but we wanted to do a quick little podcast on, you know, making people aware of what's going on and, uh, what they could do to kind of help protect themselves and, and keep an eye out for things down the road. So yep. any other things you want to add or inputs here? I mean, just keep an eye on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but I mean, you can't keep an eye on it all the time. Yeah. Life's busy, but yeah, I think just getting on like realtor or Zillow or whatever search engine you want and just looking for, look like being aware of what's up for sale too. Yeah. Checking it monthly isn't a bad idea mm, yeah, either. Yeah, not a bad idea. I guess you could set up a Zillow search, like, hey, I want to be notified for listings in this area. Set up areas around the properties that you own. Keep mm. an eye out for it. That's another yeah. way. I don't know. Just trying to brainstorm, but yeah. keep an eye out for it. If you have a property that's paid off, that's land, just have some extra precaution there and and uh, be on the lookout. Like, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned with AI and all these other things that are coming out. Like, what's... Because yeah. right now, these are just people. But, like, imagine when the software starts getting smarter than us. So it'll be yeah, interesting to that's see. That's scary stuff. Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see where things go. But thanks for tuning in and until uh, next time, guys.